Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It is Saturday evening. This is July 18th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. And on the weekends, apparently, whenever I'm able to get to it, you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. This year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, I need to shoot it straight with you today. I woke up this morning at 5.30 a.m. and I, I took my son Nathan out to breakfast and he and I uh, had a great breakfast. We came home though and uh, by 8 o'clock I was on my way up to the hospital because uh, our little girl Ellie, she's two, uh, fell down and broke her leg. And so I spent the entire day up at the hospital with her uh, getting a cast put on from all the way from her little toes all the way up her thigh to her almost to her hip. So uh, I'm just now getting here this evening with you to Mark chapter 14. And I just want to say my heart was really heavy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I love getting into God's Word. And as I felt like something was wrong, I realized I, I got to jump on here. And I needed to, even though I know we're way late, even though, uh, you know, normally I'm on here really early in the morning. Um, have you ever felt like that before? Where you feel like just something's not right? And I found myself kind of in a spiritual low. And, and so as we go into this, this text today, let's pray. And let's pray that God will apply this word to our hearts. Lord, we do thank you so much for this day. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that you teach us and that you care for us, that you love us. Father, we pray now that you would apply these words to our hearts. Father, we pray that we would look into your perfect word and that you would teach us and train us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and jump in. In the evening he came with the twelve. Now as they sat and ate, Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you who eats with me will betray me. And they began to be sorrowful and to say to him one by one, Is it I? And another said, Is it I? He answered and said to them, It is one of the twelve who dips with me in the dish. The Son of Man indeed goes, just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had never been born. And as they were eating, Jesus took the bread blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they ate, or they drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. Assuredly, I say to you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Well, we get to this really difficult passage, not a difficult passage to understand, but a, a passage that should, should shed light in what's going on here. Right, this first section, verses 17 through 21, we have to ask ourselves, A, what is this about? Well, this is about Jesus knowing he's going to be betrayed. Jesus even warning the man. You can, you can imagine Jesus 
looking squarely into the eyes of Judas. As they question themselves, is it me? Is it I? Is it I? And Jesus, knowing exactly who it is, woe to that man, it would be better for him if he had never been born. Can you imagine Jesus looking you in the eye and saying that? And, you, and yet Judas's heart was so hardened by his love for the world, by his love for money, by his love for riches, that he would betray his own God. He would betray the Messiah. Those burdens my heart. I'm going to be honest with you, this burdens my heart as a Christian, as a, as a pastor, as a father. As I see the world around and I see people walking the broad road that leads to destruction. And as they walk it, they are accumulating masses of goods. They're accumulating all the stuff. They have, they're chasing after riches. And, and they would even hear the voice of Jesus Christ. They would hear him preach. They would see him proclaimed as truly crucified. And yet hearts so hardened so cold to the gospel that they would turn their backs. This is a hard passage. It should be hard. Hey, what is this about? Jesus knows who's going to betray him. What's the best verse to summarize this passage? Well, I think in mine, I'm going to go ahead and underline verse 21. Jesus warns them. This is the last time he's ever going to eat with his friends. This is the last time he's going to his death and he's telling them this. And in the next section, as he administers the, the Last Supper, and we, we might just be familiar with this story, but I'd encourage you to let the reality of this scene wash over you. As Jesus takes that bread with its hard crust and as he breaks that open and you see the crumbs fall and you, you smell the aroma of the bread. He says, this is my body broken for you. This is a man who knows that within 24 hours, his very life will be demanded of him. This is a man who knows the pain and the suffering, the sorrow that is about to come. And what does he do? What does Jesus do even though he knows what's about to happen? He gives thanks. He thanks his heavenly Father who is good to him all the time. Give thanks. And then he gives them the cup. And again, knowing full well what is about to happen, knowing full well that his side would be pierced, knowing full well that, that the blood of his own body would, would be drained out of his veins, he gives them the cup and he says, This 
is my blood shed for many. It's a new covenant. Brothers and sisters, this is about Jesus Christ being willing to die. This is the, our lamb being led as a slaughter to the slaughter. This is Jesus Christ, our King, willing to die for, and to cover over sins, to take the full wrath of God upon himself, to be our propitiation, to wipe away our sins, to cleanse us. It cost him everything. What is this about? This is again about Jesus knowing he's going to die and instituting the new covenant in his blood. See, because this is both deeply sorrowful for us as well as should make us so glad that we get everything and it cost us nothing, but it cost Jesus his very life. That Jesus Christ, the righteous one, would die for a sinner like me and a sinner like you. What is your calling today? What, what, is this, what, what are these verses calling us to do? They are calling us to trust in Jesus Christ. Will we forsake this world and the things in this world and will we turn with all of our hearts towards Jesus Christ? When you sin, will you lean on Jesus Christ, your advocate, who will cover over all your sins and who will cleanse you from all of your iniquities? Do you have the hope of Jesus Christ residing in your soul? What are you called to do today? Maybe you need to repent of loving this world too much. Maybe for some of you, you have been scared to go to church. Is it time to love Christ more than this world? Maybe for some of you, you have loved the things of this world and the comforts and of, of just your life. Are you willing to lay it at the feet of the cross? Maybe for some of you, you have been resting in your own works, thinking maybe I'm good enough. Maybe I've done enough good works and you haven't realized that this is the gospel. The gospel, the good news is that Jesus Christ came to give life and life everlasting. He's made a covenant in his body and his blood. Brothers and sisters, are you trusting in that? That is what you are called to do tonight. And so I pray this Saturday night as, as these words seep deep down into your soul, I pray that you would be preparing your heart for worship tomorrow. Whether you're worshiping inside or whether you're worshiping outside, I, I pray. I pray that you will join together with God's people. I pray that you will come and you will sing the praises of your living God. That you will sit underneath his word and that you will worship him in spirit and in truth with grace in your heart. I pray that you will congregate with God's people and love the Lord together singing his praises for all of his great works done for you. Let's pray together tonight, please. Lord, we thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you so much 
that salvation doesn't depend on a sinful person like me. Thank you for Jesus Christ, our righteous one. Lord, we pray that you would refine us as fire. Lord, that you would take out the dross from our hearts. Father, we pray that we would love nothing more than you. Father, we pray that we would trust in you with all of our hearts. We pray, Father, that you would be our joy, that your grace would be our joy, that we would seek after your glory. Thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that God blesses you tonight, that he gives you sweet sleep, and that you walk tomorrow in the light of his peace. Bye.